everyone, Edna Kimball, Edna Sells, Century 21 Right Real Estate, and welcome to today's episode of How to Real Estate. Um, so I had shouted out and requested that you give me your questions or topics that you want me to discuss, and I got a ton of questions about scheduling from uh, realtors and then just um, individuals in the, in the area who are running industries and businesses and wanting to know how do I handle my scheduling? So we are talking scheduling today as far as real estate goes. So let's jump into that. Now, first off, if you are watching and you're enjoying the information, please go to our channel and subscribe. Would love that. And obviously, like and follow. Okay, so here we go. We're going to jump in. One of the main most important things when it comes to scheduling is if it's not in your calendar, then it doesn't exist. Now, what do I mean by that? I have a 12-year-old granddaughter, Alex, and she is a pretty uh, solid ball player. She plays a lot of ball, and basketball is the one thing that I try to make it to. I don't make it to very many of her softball games, but I really love and enjoy watching all of her basketball games. So when I get her schedule, I go in, pick the ones that are local and home that I know that could fit reasonably within my schedule, and I put those as appointments on my calendar. Now, this is really, it seems like a, a very common thing to do or a very obvious thing to do, but it's the one thing that most people fail to do when it comes to their personal items, which is putting it on their calendar. And so what they're doing is they're trying to make time for it after making all of their client appointments. So I think that it should actually be the opposite. I think that you should always schedule your personal items as they come up and then you know when you're available for client meetings. Um, so with my granddaughter's ball games, I've gone in and I've picked the Briggs game, the Woodall game, Zion and some of the closer locals and I've put those into my calendar so that when a client calls and says, hey, I'd like to meet with you on Thursday, what time is good? When I open my calendar, I can say, well, I have a four o'clock that should last about an hour, and then I've got about a 15-minute drive, um, so I could either meet you at 2 p.m., as long as I'm out of there by 3.45, or I could meet you at 5.15, which would give me time to watch the game and then drive over. Correct. I do not tell them it's a game. I tell them that it's an appointment um, because at the end of the day, when you are working with clients, whether they're friends, families, long-term clients, or someone brand new, they don't really need to know all of your personal obligations. They just need to know, are you available and when are you available? Now, with anything else to work at a high level um, and sell the number of properties that I sell, there are times where I don't get to do what I want to do, which is go to all of the games. But at the end of the day, I get to decide by scheduling my granddaughter's games and knowing that those are already in my calendar. And to be honest with you, it's extremely rare that when I give a client um, my pre-booked calendar and say, okay, I'm not available at 4 p.m., would earlier or later work, it's extremely rare that 4 p.m. is the only time that that client would be available. And in that scenario, then I have to make a decision at that point, um, and that's just the way life goes. So, so making sure that it's in your calendar, whether that is gym time, yoga time, um, Friday night, date night, 
watching a ball game, if it's just meditation time, whatever it is. So when I look at my calendar, my calendar starts um, from the time that I wake up and it goes pretty much until you know around 7.30, 8 p.m. Um, one of the first things that I have in there are my gym days and I go three days a week and I get to the gym at 5 a.m. And so from 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. that's blocked off in my calendar. And I do that with my yoga sessions, with my gym sessions. Again, anything that I've got family obligation wise, friends, if I'm meeting a friend for drinks, um, I have a small group that I meet with to discuss Airbnb. I put that in the in the file or in the calendar. Um, and it's just really imperative that you understand that by not putting it on your calendar, it means that it's not a priority to you. And therefore, you will overschedule yourself and not be able to keep those personal obligations. The reason I think that's super important is that I work a lot. I am a kind of a seven days a week gal. Um, I love what I do. I've been doing this for a really long time. I was in the food industry prior to this, so I feel like I'm very, very fortunate to get to be in real estate. Um, and I think that finding the balance, people always talk about balance, the balance is making sure that you're still enjoying life. So if you're not putting those fun items in or your other business obligations, um, in your calendar, then you're going to drop those off and then you're going to really have a major struggle when it comes to balance. Okay, another item that you need to be aware of when it comes to scheduling is consistency. Guys, consistency is where the money is at. No matter what you're doing, whether it's going to the gym or um, yoga, or <laughs> these are the things that I do, so that's all I can speak on, or real estate. And what I mean by that is on any given day, I know exactly where I need to be and what I need to be doing. I don't wake up and decide what I'm doing. I have it in my calendar. My team knows where I'm at. My assistant knows where I'm at. My marketing person knows where I'm at. And I know where I should be and where I'm going to be. So being consistent and staying on the schedule. So a lot of times when new realtors get their license, they come in for the first month, they're in the office every single day from eight to five. And then when things aren't happening for them on a consistent level, they start saying, well, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna work from home today. And the minute I hear that, um, it's kind of the jump the shark moment. From that point, I know that that realtor probably will not be in the business for more than a year or will not, will not actually do that much volume. You have to be consistent, you have to show up and you have to treat it like a job. What I mean by that is if you had an hourly job at a restaurant or a department store, you can't work from home and do that. And I really feel strongly about that with real estate. So being consistent, knowing what hours you're going to work and always showing up for yourself. Because if you don't have the self-confidence to do real estate, it's probably because you're not keeping the promises to yourself because that's honestly where the self-confidence comes from. Okay, so that is consistency and I think that's huge. Um, the third thing when it comes to scheduling 
time blocking is crucial. And what I mean by time blocking is you need to go into your calendar and you need to put in there timelines. Uh, for example, every Wednesday from 12 to 1, podcast, and nothing overrides that. I schedule all other appointments around the podcast. So it's a time block so I don't overschedule myself and I don't not show up for myself. And you can do that with following up with clients. You can do an hour of power, which means that you put your um, headphones on, you shut the door, you put a note on the door saying, please do not disturb, and you do nothing but follow up with clients call them, find out what their needs are, and be consistent. But time blocking is the only way you're going to move forward with your schedule and with your calendar. One of the, probably the hardest struggles that new realtors get into is just understanding that they are completely in control of their own schedule. But by doing that, they're not being specific enough with what they need to be doing. And so I really do believe that from the time you wake up until the end of your day, you need to understand what you're doing. So mine looks like this. I wake up at 4.08 a.m. and I do meditation, I journal, and I read some just trash, basically, some entertainment. Um, and then I typically have yoga. Recently, I've had an injury, so I'm not getting to do yoga right now. But typically, there's an hour built in of yoga. And then I'm always in the office by 7.20 a.m. at the very latest. Some days I'm here by 7 a.m., but those days are very, very scheduled, and I'm aware of what I'm doing. And then I have meetings, typically, starting at 7.30 a.m. until 8.45 a.m., um, typically, I have two different meetings. And then from 9 a.m. until 10 a.m., I do what's called the pipeline, where I meet with my assistant, and we go through and we figure out where we're at with each transaction, who we need to ask about the transaction, who we need to update about the transaction, and then if there's any paperwork, um, addendums, anything that needs to be signed that are relevant, we take care of that. Then from 11 to 12, I follow up with the team. I am the team leader and I'm making sure that everything is moving forward and they don't have any questions or need anything. From 12 to one, I work in my business and that's where I'm either doing a podcast or I'm checking out social media, working on keywords, geotagging, reverse marketing, things like that. Um, researching those so that I can then meet with my marketing person. And then I schedule my showings for from one o'clock on in the afternoon. Now, that does not mean that I'm never available in the morning for potential buyers. Um, it just means that I do have to adjust scheduling. So you, you have to be consistent, but you also have to be realistic and make sure that you can be flexible. So I know that this is a lot to take on, but if you are struggling with the balance of real estate and a personal life, I think that step number one is to determine what calendar you're going to use. I know that's like 101, but what I find is a lot of realtors use two or three different mechanisms to keep up with appointments, and I think that's a huge mistake. You should have one. I personally use Gmail, Google, 
uh, calendar and I put everything into that. What I absolutely love is that I do have an iPhone and I can speak it. So if I've just taken a phone call hands-free while driving, I can then also ask um, Siri to put something into my calendar. So these are tools that will make a huge, huge difference for you. They will help you be consistent. They will make sure that it's in your calendar and they will help you follow up with the time blocking. So I hope that these pointers help you with your life balance and scheduling balance. And I would say give yourself some grace and know that there's a season for everything. Sometimes you're not going to feel balanced. You're going to feel super, super, super heavy on the family or social life um, or super heavy on the business life. So don't get too caught up on it balancing each and every day or even each and every week. Just know that some seasons are going to be heavier on some of this than others. Um, and again, be nice to yourself. I think that that's really super important. If you wouldn't say it to a friend, don't say it to yourself. So those are my scheduling tips and tricks. If you have any specific questions or would like to see what my calendar looks like, just reach out. I'd be happy to share. Again, I would love it if you would subscribe, like, and follow. Thanks, everyone.